So, um, welcome to Faded Mates, the first of our interstitial episodes. That's what I want to call them, Jen. That's, I don't, I'm going to have to look that up later. I used to think I was smart. Now I'm like, oh, Sarah, you just used a word I don't know. Week two, and I'm already blowing your mind. Yes. <laughs> um, well, here's what we're doing in these off weeks, the weeks while you all should be reading the next book in the podcast, uh, Read Along, um, which is, for the record, A Hunger Like No Other, the first book in the Immortals After Dark series by Cressley Cole. Um, in these interim weeks, Jen and I thought that we would just spend some time talking to you about books we love because... That's what basically we want to do all the time. Yes. And we decided it would be helpful to us, maybe not to you, but to us, to restrict ourselves to perhaps a theme so that when we were talking about books, we wouldn't go all over the place. And hopefully we're really trying to keep these to about 10 minutes. Oh, and also, Jenna, I had a good idea. Oh, good. Tell me. At least I think it was a good idea. But I thought that since we're recording these, since we record the read-alongs a couple of weeks in advance, and we're recording these kind of more presently, if you will, right? I thought maybe we could take some request oh, themes. that's a great idea. I love that idea. So, yes, if you so have too. ideas, hit us up at Faded Mates Pod. That's a hashtag. Or to our Faded Mates Twitter or to either of us, and just ask us, and that would be awesome. We'd love to take requests. I also feel like I want to challenge you to challenge us, like stump us. <laughs> oh, yes. That's good. Because we've read a lot of books. <laughs> it's true. This is my favorite game. I would be so excited to have to really dig into the archives. It's true. But this week, we're going to start with something easy. Rock stars. I mean, who doesn't love a rock star romance? Uh, Adele Buck. That's it. She's the only person I know. <laughs> Shout out, Adele. You're going to have to read these books now. <laughs> okay, so I picked this week's theme, and I'll tell, and I'm going to start and tell you why. It's because um, Kristen Callahan has a series, a rock star series. I think it's called The Idol, the VIP series, maybe. And there's um, three books so far. The first two released like years ago. It's been a big um, gap, but just a a couple weeks ago, she released book number three. And um, this is a, a really amazing book called Fall. And the hero of the book is Jax. And he, um, you know, it's a really fascinating. He, in, in, in a previous book, or like sort of as the series was starting, um, tried to commit suicide. And so this has really put a rift in this band and these guys that he's known forever. And um, one of the things I really liked about this book is you just, you know, he's on the road to recovery in earlier books. Um, but I think this book really explores what it's like to live with depression and um, the regret and that he feels for like kind of what he put himself and his these loved ones through. And I think um, reading a book about with a character with mental illness, who is I think it's just really sensitively portrayed i've heard i've seen a lot of people on twitter say that they felt the same way so i don't really think that's just me saying it um but this is something he continues to grapple with it's not like it's magically fixed when he meets um you know stella who's who's the heroine so i really loved the two of these like lost souls finding each other and um so it's set against uh you know their 
you know, his band and sort of they're on like sort of a hiatus at this point. Um, Previous characters from the series appear, but I just think it's a really amazing story. Not, you know, like set against a a rock band and sort of that life. And he really grapples with uh, people think I'm famous. They think I'm something I'm not. And I just want someone who wants me for me. And I really loved this book. And I think that's why I was like, let's talk about rock stars because it gives me a chance to really sell this series. And the second book in the series, Managed, is probably one of my top 10 all-time favorite romances. Wow. Yeah. That is a, that's a big thing. The top 10. We should do a top 10 episode we one day. We should do a top 10. Mm. Yeah, the hero of Managed, Scotty, mm, my whole heart. Well, Kristen is easily and could could well be in my top 10, too. I think she is so talented. Um, I fell for Kristen when she was writing her steampunk series, um, and I have I have loved her ever since. So, but I have not read these books, and now they are all on my Kindle because I'm obsessed. You will not be sad. Yeah, um, especially because I have a real thing about rock star romances, and I didn't know I had a thing about rock star romances because I've never really had a rock star thing. Like, right? I never did the like, oh, bands are you know so sexy thing, like. Whatever. Me too. I, I didn't. Never in- you didn't write love letters to Justin Timberlake, is what you're telling me. <laughs> I did not. I did not. I was really very into you two mm. when I was young, um, but like they were even then, like they were too old for me. Like Bono, I like I. I just have always had like this sort of like Bono was always like just old enough to be, uh, for me to be into. I'm very into like younger woman, o- older man. We'll probably do that as a theme oh, at some point. Sure. Um. Anyway, but I. I fell into Rockstar Romances um, with a book that we will put in show notes because we're supposed to be doing a short version of this uh, podcast. Um, But I really, really love them because they are about found family, almost always. Absolutely. That's a great point. I think that's such a cool – I love a found family. I particularly love a found family um, when we're talking about heroes, finding their own family separately. Um, This will come as absolutely no surprise to those of you who have read my books um, who are listening, because I really love brotherhoods. Um, It's just a kink. No, that's it's an amazing thing. I love that, too. So that sounds great to me, too. Yeah. So there's this whole concept. You know, my mom is my parents were European and they moved to the, the States and we had no other family here. And my mom used to sort of instill in us that you know your friends are the family that you choose. And she was really adamant that we build ourselves a family here, you know, stateside. Um, and we did. And I feel like rock star romances are able to do that in a, a really beautiful way. And that's why I picked Scott, Kylie Scott's Um, stage dive series to talk about today because um, I think these books are so delicious. I think they are so sexy. I think the heroes are so fun. Um, I think the heroines are so kind of strong and badass. Um, And the first one, this is one of those series that I sort of gobbled up similar to actually Immortals After Dark. I read like every one of these books, one right after another in like three days. And um, it's four book series. The first book is called Lick. And it is a accidental Vegas wet wedding book. Oh, so if that's I love your kink, those. yes. Um, this is the book for you. Uh, the heroine celebrates her 21st birthday in Las Vegas. And she wakes up uh, married to a man who is 
um, happens to be like one of the biggest rock stars in the world. And doesn't he have people watching out for him? (laughs) (laughs) You would think it feels like the paparazzi would have noticed, but you know, it doesn't matter. And what's really fascinating is she has this like big rock on her, on her hand. And she is like, we cannot do this. And he's sort of like, no, let's do this. And I really like that too. I like that sort of the twisty turning, like he's just as into it. Um, and then they have to learn whether they even like each other, let alone how to love each other. And also, I really like any scenario where um, the heroine particularly, it has to sort of deal with the fact that fame and fortune are coming her way and she didn't ask for it. I think that's a really common part of these two is one person's always crazy famous and one person has to figure out how to exist in that world. So it's that fish out of water. Um, Yeah, I think that's built into a lot of the system, and that makes that really appealing, too. Yeah. And then this whole series, so it's lick, and then play, and then lead, and then deep. And then um, the whole series rolls over into a bar series that's set sort of in a mountain town somewhere in the States. And it's also very fun. So, um, yeah. Interesting. Meet Kylie. Well, there you go. Let me tell you about one, um, even though I said so many of these uh, books actually have that like vibe, right? One person's not famous. Let me tell you about um, another book that's not really a rock star. It's more about a DJ, but it's definitely like music scene adjacent. And um, it's by J.N. Welsh, and it's called In Tune. And in this story, um, so the the hero is is like a, an EDM guy, right? An, elect, an electronic dance music. He's a famous DJ. And the setup is that he is looking for a new manager because his previous manager has um, like embezzled money from him. And it was a woman. And so he has all these trust issues. But he knows in order to um, kind of get what he wants out of his career. And, and he feels himself timing out a little. I think he's in his mid-30s. And, you know, there's all these young guys yapping at his heels. He really knows that he needs a new manager. And so he gets set up with um, a woman named uh, Leo. I think it's Leona. And um, she actually is is a, a a really experienced um, manager. Um, and But her previous boyfriend essentially kind of told all these lies about her. So she's been kind of sidelined because people assume that she can't do her job anymore. And so, you know, the stakes for her to take this job with this um, this DJ are, are really high because she is now kind of out to prove to everybody that um, she can still, you know, she still has what it takes. And, um, you know, this, it, so by the, you know, in the first couple chapters, it's like everything is really high stakes. And and Luke is basically like, you can't do this. And he essentially challenges her. He's like, if, if, if you want to be my manager, you have to like, sell out my show in three hours and, and, you know, get these VIP tickets. And she was like, done. And I just loved her moxie. So even though it's not really a classic rock star romance, I think that um, like sort of the music scene and because it's about a DJ rather than like sort of, you know, a band, it felt really like fresh. Mm -hmm. And the idea that like both of them are familiar with this world, but like trying to make it to the place they feel they deserve. um, I think it's like the makings of a really like, you know, it just has all those ingredients that really sucked me in. So that one's called In Tune by J.N. Welsh. 
Well, you know, I love what I love about that. First of all, it's set in New York, I assume. Oh, yeah. Did you say mm-hmm. that already? Yeah. So Jan Welsh is a New Yorker. She lives here. She's she's a member of uh, the New York RWA. And um, she <laughs> and I've heard her that I, I was introduced to her because I was at a um, in New York. We have this cool thing. And I, I know there are a few of them around the country, but um, there's this thing called Lady Jane's Salon. And it is uh, a, at the time that it was formed, like. A decade ago, it was the only existing romance reading series in the world. Oh, wow. Um, and they meet at first Monday of every month in New York City, um, and it's fabulous. And I met her there because she was reading a Christmas novella, and this is of, you know very timely for everyone, that was called Gigolo All the Way. I was like, um, excuse me while I one-click based on title alone. <laughs> It's such a great title. And the premise is awesome. It's about a woman who um, has this, like, big family, and they're desperate for her to, like, get married and not be single anymore. And, of course, she's single, and they're supposed to go away on some Christmas trip. And she's like, I just don't want to deal with it. So she hires um, a male escort. Yes, Sarah, to yes. come with her on this trip, okay. and they fall in love. Add and male escorts to our list. Yes, we have to do escort books. I could do those for days. Days. But also, I love that, um, oh, God, that Deborah Messing movie. Oh, The Wedding Date. Yes, I love that movie. And so this is basically The Wedding Date, right? Except it's like The Christmas Date. I'm literally buying this so, book right now. So fun. Um, but I really love that um, electronic music is set in New York that it's like it because I feel like that my husband is a musician and an electronic musician and so like it, I just feel like the whole world of New York City music is so electronic now um and I love that that's just me being a New Yorker no it feels so like so fresh for sure so okay I talked about two books talk about one more we said it was 10 minutes I think we're over that but let's do let's make it even we're probably over it it's fine <laughs> No one cares. We can't not be. We can't stop talking about books we love. Um, So I want to talk about Anna Zabo or Zabo. I wish I knew how to pronounce it. Do you know how to pronounce it? I always think it's Zabo, but I we are sorry, Anna. I'm I'm sorry, Anna. Um, But I want to talk about your book. (laughs) I want to talk about syncopation. It's been on my list forever. So sell me out. It's so good. It's so good. Um, Syncopation is the first in Anna's Twisted Wishes books, uh, and the series, I think the second one is out, which is Counterpoint, and I don't know how many more there will be, but I hope there will be many, many, many more. Um, and so this is, a an, it's a Lost Love Regained series. It's like, a, or this book, it's a second chance love story. Um, which we know everybody there everybody loves a second chance love story. Um, and so the premise is the front man of this band, Twisted Wishes, um, has had a sort of viral meltdown with another band member. And basically there's it's the new band, but they've gotten a lot of press and he doesn't want, you know, basically they're like, you have to fix this right now because this is a PR night and disaster, you know, and we have, we have just gotten our sea legs. Um, and so he is feeling a little bit bruised and definitely like he is not popular in the band, um, which is a problem when they pull in a new drummer who happens to be a guy who he had a major crush on in high school. 
Um, and that guy, so he can't really say no. Um, so uh, that guy, Xavier, uh, comes on in and um, it, 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 falls out exactly as you imagine. Like the two of them are so banana sexy together. Um, Xavier is a dom, a pretty strong and um, impressive dom. Um, <laughs> but he's like also in this what I, over the microphone. I heard it. <laughs> strong and impressive. Strong and impressive. Um, and um, but what's really interesting is Xavier's also a romantic. So there's a lot of kind of emotional internal conflict related to that um, because uh, Ray, who is the, the, uh, the other hero, um, is not aromantic. And so they are kind of sexually like bananas and um, there is a, a bit of a struggle. But what I love about what Anna does is um, they come to a place where uh, – they resolve the emotional conflict and the internal conflict in this really beautiful and honest and totally authentic way. Oh, I love that. Like, I want to spoil the end of this book so badly, but I won't. Just say, sticks the landing. <laughs> they stick the landing, yeah. is what I'm saying. So um, I highly, highly recommend this book, particularly if BDSM and, and, and dominant submissive play is your kink, because that's in here. Um, but also because I feel like we, I, it was one of those books that just came across my desk and I was like, oh yeah, this, this is exactly how it should be done. How, especially because we're talking about like two really strong um, heroes who deeply deserve um, happiness. And find and, it with each other. And find it with each other and find it with each other in really honest, like in a really honest way that doesn't compromise their integrity. And their identity and and who they are. And I really honestly couldn't figure out how Anna was going to pull it off. And they did. Amazing. That's my pick. Okay. And we're sorry for saying their name wrong, but um, we're going to maybe find out and do better next time. (laughs) Exactly. We'll come back around and tell you how to pronounce it. Um, So that is our mini episode for the week on Rocks. What's it called again? Again, an inner, like, what did we? Our interstitial episode. Our our Maybe it's too much. No, I like it. It sounds kind of Star Trek-y, um, and we're essentially our what? own Immortals After Dark, like, fangirl club, so it's fine. Faded Mates, colon, the interstitial. <laughs> All right, well, hit us up with your uh, rock star crushes, your favorite rock star books, and we will make a list of all the books we talked about, and maybe some others we didn't get to, on our show notes for this week. Yes, and... Um, thanks for listening, and don't forget to read A Hunger Like No Other and come back next week for the discussion of that bonkers book. Absolutely. See you next time. Wait, but wait, yeah. can we also do this? Sorry. So when you were young, I already confessed, like mine was Bono. Did you have a rock star oh. crush? Was it JT? Uh, no, I'm a little older than that. Um, yeah. I had a very, I had a shrine, a shrine to, um, well, there were kind of two. The first one was to Michael Jackson. 
and followed by Duran Duran. I think that was the order. And I remember, like, I had this Duran Duran poster where, you know, like, they had all those, like, wacky 80s haircuts. And I, I like, could not get enough of them. I loved them. Well, I'll allow it. Sure. Duran Duran is adorable. They're adorable. Duran Duran. That's my answer. Acceptable for a child of the 80s. Yes, absolutely. 